Hello. Oh, hello, Ira. Oh, I just loved you, but, but I had an assignment for an interview. And boy, guess who? Oh, no, no, you're all wrong. It's Dela Lugosi. Yes, the mystery man. Yes, we finished the picture yesterday. Well, do you start another immediately? I think, uh, the next week. You're Hungarian, aren't you, Mr. Lugosi? Yes, I am. What I mean, I'm Hungarian by birth. I'm an American now. Well, why did you leave Hungary? Political reasons. After the war, I participated in the revolution, and later, I found myself on the wrong side. Oh, that's very unfortunate. What are you studying now? I'm studying now American slang. I know how to say okay and cats, whiskers, and baloney, and, and how. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, let's sit down. Okay. <laughs> yes, and I can't change the water because all the fish die. Uh -huh. I feel myself every morning. Oh, you do? Is my report on the materials available for trading in the next four months. Does it include the products of the Far Eastern provinces? Yes, it does. You mean you have finished the whole investigation? Yes. That's marvelous. You must have worked day and night. Don't you ever sleep? I need very little sleep. We must be extremely careful what goods we take in exchange. I have already started a survey on our most urgent needs. Well, comrade, I'm afraid you have to turn over that work to someone else. May I ask why? Please sit down. Thank you. Now, comrade, have you heard from your friends Kopalski, Bulyanov, and Ironov? No. I haven't either, but I've heard about them. You must realize it was only on the strength of your Paris report that I sent them to Constantinople. Without that, I never would have trusted them on a mission as important as a fur deal. May I ask what has happened? If I told you what's going on in Constantinople right now, you wouldn't believe it. They are sitting there, those three, for six weeks and haven't sold a piece of fur. This anonymous report was sent to me. They're dragging the good name of our country through every cafe and nightclub. Here. How can the Bolshevik cause gain respect among the Muslims if your three representatives, Bulyanov, Ironov, and Kopalski, get so drunk that they throw a carpet out of their hotel window and complain to the management that it didn't fly? Unbelievable. It's an outrage. They shouldn't do such things. Are you sure this report's correct? Naturally, I want to verify it, and that's why I need you. You want me to go to Constantinople? Yes, leaving immediately. I appreciate your confidence in me, but I must ask you to entrust someone else with this mission. I should hate to interrupt my present work. I'm positive my survey is more important than finding out whether three of our comrades have been drinking some extra glasses of champagne. That is for me to decide, Comrade Jakushova. I'm sorry. I don't want to overstep my position, but uh, please don't send me. Please, comrade, let me stay here. Let me finish my work. I'm in the rhythm of it now. I don't want to go away. I don't want to be sent into that fine atmosphere again. It throws you out of gear. Let me finish my work. 
I've concentrated everything in it. Please, don't make me go. Don't waste my time, camarade. Do your duty. Goodbye. I shall do my best. Good evening. Welcome to the Dr. Zeus Phone Podcast. So, on this day, Bella, Bella Lugosi was born. The icon, Dracula. He was even portrayed in Ed Wood. But the real Bella Lugosi was born October 20th, 1882 in Romania and died on August 16th, 1956 in Los Angeles, California. Six foot one. He was even his non-horror self in Ninochka, starring Greta Garbo, Melvin Douglas. But we all know him for his iconic portrayal as Count Dracula. I am Dracula. Oh, it's really good to see you. I don't know what happened to the driver and my luggage and... Well, and with all this, I I thought I was in the wrong place. I bid you welcome. In the 90s, Martin Landau won an Oscar for playing Bella Lugosi in Ed Wood opposite Johnny Depp. Mr. Lugosi, I, I know you're very busy, but um, can I have your autograph? Certainly. You know which movie of yours I love, Mr. Lugosi? The Invisible Ray. You were great as Karloff's sidekick. Sidekick? Fuck you! Karloff does not deserve to smell my shit! That limey cocksucker can rot in hell for all I care! What happened? How dare that asshole bring up Karloff? 
You think it takes talent to play Frankenstein? It's all, all makeup and then gunting. Bella, I agree 100%. Now, Dracula, that's a role that requires talent. Of course. Dracula requires presence. It, it's all in the eyes and the voice and the head. That's right. That's right. You seem a little agitated. You want to go outside and get some air? Bullshit. I'm ready now. Roll the camera. Can I get you anything else, kid? Constrictive. I can't even fold my arms. Gee, Mr. Lugosi, I've, I've never had any complaints. This is the most uncomfortable coffin I've ever been in. Your selection is quite shoddy. You're wasting my time. Mr. Lugosi? I told you, I don't bother you about them coffins. No, no, I don't work here. Uh, and who are you? What do you want? I don't want anything. I just, I'm a really big, big fan. I've seen all your movies. <laughs> Mr. Lugosi, why are you buying a coffin? I'm planning on dying soon. No. Yes, I'm embarking on another bus and truck tour of Dracula, 12 cities in 10 days, if that's conceivable. Do you know that I saw you perform Dracula in Poughkeepsie in 1938? That was a terrible production. Ranfield was a drunk. I thought it was great. You know, you're, you're much scarier in real life than you are in the movie. Thank you. I even waited outside to get your autograph, but you never came out. Well, I apologize. When I play Dracula, I put myself into a trance. It takes me much time to reemerge. Oh, there's my bus. Shit, there is my transfer. Say, don't you have a car? I refuse to drive in this country. Too many madmen. Well, I've got a car. Boy, Mr. Lagosi, you must lead such an exciting life. When is your next picture coming out? I have no next picture. You gotta be joking. A great star like you, you must have dozens of them lined up. Back in the old days, yes. Now no one gives two fucks for a very well. But you're a big star. And the way he says that and he means it, Martin Landau won, won that Oscar. And and you think if he was up against Samuel L. Jackson in, in uh, Pulp Fiction. So, yeah, I could see why Sam Jackson was like, what? Yeah. But you can't deny how brilliant Landau was as Bella Lugosi. Oh, jeez. He played 172 productions in his native Hungary. Lugosi moved on to making silent films in 1917. And he'd suddenly immigrant to Germany after the failed Hungarian Communist Revolution of 1919 because of his former socialist activities organizing a stage actors union, leaving his first wife in the process. He acted in several films in Weimar, Germany, before arriving in New Orleans as a seaman 
on a merchant ship, then making his way to North uh, New York City and Ellis Island. In 1927, he starred as Count Dracula in a Broadway adaption of Bram Stoker's novel, moving with the play to the West Coast in 1928 and settling down in Hollywood. He later starred in the 1931 film version of Dracula, di- directed by Todd Browning. produced by Universal Studios. Through the 1930s, he occupied an important niche in horror films, but his notoriety as Dracula, ominous, thick, Hungarian accent, greatly limited the roles offered to him. Fuck them. And he was unsuccessfully tried for years to avoid typecasting. He was often paired in films with Boris Karloff, who was able to demand top building. To his frustration, Lugosi, a charter member of the American Screen Actors Guild, was increasingly restricted to minor parts because of his inability to speak English more clearly. And that's why I'm speaking in the Hungarian accent, because fuck them for telling him to speak English clearly, okay? Among his teamings with Karloff, he performed in major roles, only in The Black Cat, The Raven, and The Sun, The Frankenstein... Even in The Raven, Karloff received top billing despite Lugosi's performing the lead role. By this time, Lugosi had been receiving regular medication for nephritis. He became addicted to the doctor prescribed morphine and methadone. The drug dependence and his gradually worsening alcoholism became apparent to producers. And after the 1940s, Abbott and Costello meets Frankenstein. The offers dwindled to a few parts in low-budget films. Some of these were directed by Ed Wood, including a brief posthumous appearance in Ed Wood's Plan 9 from Outer Space in 1957. He was married five times. Jeez Louise. Ah, the real Ed Wood. Brilliant. Um, There's a really great story that has been told time and time again about Bela Lugosi and his personality. So, if we can find it, the late Elaine Stritch, who acted with Bella Lugosi. Here we go. Love you as a young performer. Oh! (laughs) Oh. Didn't I tell you about it? No, you gotta tell us about it. Well, this is a picture that somebody sent me not long ago, and I laughed for half an hour. Yep. In 19... Oh, God, I don't know, 40-something. Make it up. Yeah, make it up. <laughs> I I did uh, the opening at Westport Country Theater. Yeah, Country Playhouse, I think. C- Country Playhouse, sorry, you're absolutely right. And it was the juvenile, hello? I think it's the only one I ever played. <laughs> uh, you were in Dracula. Not dra- just Dracula. It was Bela Lugosi, the original Dracula in... Uh, uh, with Elaine Stritch, I think I got that kind of billing, <laughs> which was fine. And I drank with Bella Lugosi, wow. which was you, you, much oh, you more drank fun with Bella Lugosi? Play. What? Right, what was drinking with Bella Lugosi? Like? Well, he, I remember I was with him one night when he ordered his 17th scotch. And they said, Mr. Lugosi, you've had your last scotch in this 
you know, whatever it was. And they wouldn't, and he got up and took the, you know that trick with the tablecloth? Oh, yeah. And everything stays on the table? Yeah. And he says, thank you. I will go someone else. I will go somewhere else for my liquor. Come on, Ellen. <laughs> Wonder why I got in trouble. Did, did he really, did the trick work though? He pulled the tablecloth off? Yeah, it worked for anything he did worked. Wow, amazing. Scared the wow. hell out of the audience at Westport, those sophisticated people in Connecticut, you know? What's that expression? If show us that picture again. I, I love that expression on your face. How, in your in your in your tool, your acting toolkit. What expression? How would you describe that expression? Fear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then I learned how to re realize that Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf was more fearly fearful than Dracula. Bela Lugosi. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This was a nice man. Oh, oh! You want to hear a classic line he said to me mm -hmm. over a few drinks? He said, "You know, I don't tell this to many people, Elaine." But I want you to know that if it hadn't been for Boris Karloff, I would have had a corner on the horror market. <laughs> <laughs> Is this the best? And that's a great story told by the late Elaine Stritch, who was a character herself. And speaking of characters, Mr. Lugosi, what is it? I've been dead since before you were born. What the fuck do you want? Tell me. How does it feel to have everyone revere you? I've been dead for almost 65 years. Exactly 65 years. It is fabulous. It, I, I don't live... I did not get to live to see fruits of flavors. Labor. But it is good to know that they revere me and regard me for playing Dracula. And I also understand that you loved me in Nanochka. Greta Garbo was fabulous. I think she and I were cut from the same mountain, you know what I mean? But when I played Dracula, it was amazing. And that is true. If it weren't for Boris Karloff, I would have had a corner on the horror market. What do you think of the other? I mean, there were so many stars that came out of Hungary. You mean the Gabor sisters? Zsa, 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 who learned to act. She, before that, she was pretty. She couldn't act out of a paper bag. Well, Mr. Lugosi, it's true. The Gabor sisters, it was all fluff. Tell me, we're going to listen to them talk about how you were in, in uh, an, uh, Fantasia? Yes, raw the clip, bitch. Such as the giant from The Brave Little Tailor. Famed Dracula actor Bela Lugosi was brought in to create reference footage for Chernobog's movements. But Bill Teitla didn't like how Lugosi's movement looked. So instead, he had Bald Mountain's director, Wilfred Jackson, take off his shirt and move like the Chernobog in order to get the right look he envisioned for the character. Although Bill Teitla was known around the studio for his passionate ego, his talent at character animation was unmatched at the time. So much so that when the other animators saw his pencil test of the Chernobog's emotional performance, they thought his work was the height of what character animation could become. To give you a sense of Teitla's emotional range, ironically enough, his next assignment after Chernobog was the cute and delicate Dumbo. 
That's right. The same I played Chernobyl. They, they didn't want to use my body. They wanted to use the director. He didn't have the... He's not Hungarian. And so here we are all these years later, Mr. Lugosi. You've been gone. How does it feel? The afterlife is a different thing for an actor. Every Halloween, I see people dress up as Dracula. Listen to them, the children of the night with candy canes and Avengers. The true marketing of Halloween was based on horror. And I'm talking about horror films, not a horror. Because if I, if I had my way, it would have been that way in Hungary. But to play Dracula, and now you have Gary Oldman, very brilliant, he did not have the cape, and Christopher Lee, uh, and to have Ed Wood, or Ed Wood, to have Martin Landau play me, it was quiet. I, I wasn't alive to see it. But in Afterlife, we have things that it is almost like television. And so this long career, what do you, what would you tell people a cautionary tale about your career? I was typecasted by those assholes at Universal because they only thought, oh, he has the accent. He could play Dracula. I understand now that accents in the old country are revered, but back then they wanted me to speak clear English. It was impossible. I know that you have a famous action star, Arnold Schwarzenegger, who is from um, Austria, right next door. He has never shed his accent, and that is a beautiful thing. So for them in Hollywood, oh, Bella doesn't talk, right? He sounds like he's from Eastern Europe. I am from Eastern Europe. Well, where the fuck do you think I got this from? Typecastings? Thank you, Mr. Lugosi. And so, what the kind of podcast, what is a podcast, by the way? What is this? Is this like radios? We're not live right now. No, we're not live. This is a, I'm going to record it and then it, oh, you record it. It's, oh, that's fascinating. Dr. Zeus film podcast. Ah. Uh, very good, very good. Is anyone in your family from Eastern Europe? Somewhere in the tree. Very good. You understand with Europeans. We come here, we conquer Hollywood, and then we are typecast. They throw us away like drizzle. Yes, sir, I understand. Um, if you were here now and you were doing Dracula with Gary Oldman, what kind of advice would you give him? Well, I, I will say that he got the accent very, very well. You know, um, I don't know if Boris Karloff would like a lot of the sex that is in Dracula's movies now. Right back then, you bite the girl and she becomes vampire. We didn't show them drinking blood and all that, the nakedness. I mean, it would have been great. If we, in Europe, they could do all kinds of things on the stage. You know what I mean? But n and now you have that in television. I ended my career on television. 
and and that small film by Edward. Well, I always end this show with unpleasant dreams. Oh, yes, Elvira. Elvira and Vampira. Elvira is a different kind of character. I understand her and just gorgeous, gorgeous. That is the true future of horror hosts. And you, you know, your country in horror films. I mean, now you've got Freddy Cougar and you've got Jason and you've got all this. But when I said, listen to them, the creatures of the night, that still sends chills up people's spines. Could you say it one more time, Mr. Lugosi? Listen to them sing the creatures of the night. Thank you, Mr. Lugosi. And thank you for providing my ghost and my shell with a platform. Thank you. Uh, Bella Lugosi, Chernabog and Fantasia, Count Dracula and Dracula. And the, what is it, the comrade in uh, Nanochka. As always, unpleasant dreams. Happy birthday, Bella Lugosi. <laughs> <laughs>